Hello and welcome back to the Quarter Life Crisis Podcast, QLC. I'm your hostess, Shahed Mamalchi, 20-year-old medical student. Uh, join me and my guests on this podcast to discuss the reality of life that school never teaches us. That's from burnout, feeling behind in life, overthinking, and so much more. I'm taking a couple weeks off, but this will be the first episode back, so I'm so excited. Grab a snack, whatever you need to do to stop stressing about life for a second. Welcome to QLC with me. Woo! Hi guys, welcome back to episode 9. As I said already, I've taken some time off because of uh, a lot of reasons, one being university, but whenever I decide to post this again, I'm back and hopefully I'm better with a great episode and I know I have a great guest for you guys. So with that being said, I'd like to welcome today's guest, Eliza Sean, a high school friend of mine that I've recently reconnected with. She's studying psychology at Ryerson University in Toronto. Um, I have to mention, she's recently blown up on TikTok, which is amazing. Last time I checked, um, 289,000 followers, literally crazy, and 14 million likes. Last time I checked anyways. Um, We never spoke in high school, (laughs) we were just saying, but it's because we took two different paths to our current success or whatever. But I'm very excited to catch up with you and excited for everyone to meet you. So Eliza, officially welcome to QLC with me. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. So how's your day going? Tell us about that. It's good. It just started. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not working today, so I slept in and I got ready for this. But yeah, it pretty much just started and I'm so excited. I'm glad to hear that you slept in and I didn't disrupt your sleep. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So by the time this episode comes out, I would have done my finals already. Um, unfortunately I'm still struggling through them but I know yours are done Um, officially you're done in your first year so how is second semester with your first year being in like COVID year how was that um it was easier in the beginning being a first year not in person was completely like you know everybody has crush you make friends you talk to people getting through classes without even like a single person that you know in your program was hell but um after the first semester through group chats and zoom calls you see a lot of familiar faces Mm -hmm. so second semester definitely was a little bit easier because I had the same people I guess taking like the similar courses because it is first year so it's pretty much generic um but it was better I felt more comfortable and I feel like my GPA was also a little bit nicer second semester yes, than first. Okay. No, first semester is always rough. I feel like for me anyway, every year so far, the first semester, I'm always out of it and I figure everything out. It's kind yeah. of like high school, the first three years were like confusing. And then in grade 12, you're like, oh, okay, I kind of know what's going on yeah. now. Um, yeah. But yeah, I also wanted to ask, by the way, I was watching some of your TikToks and like, like to create questions for yeah not yeah. like literally just to create questions <laughs> no, for this no, no, and stuff okay. like that um obviously I have to do my research but I saw that yeah. you posted um you had to go to the hospital or the doctors like mid-exam week yeah um yeah, mid-exam well, week. are you good and what the hell happened I'm okay I'm okay <laughs> I'm alive it's weird like even for me I'm not a super dramatic person so if I get sick I'm like Advil 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 I'm fine yeah um but I called like the walk-in clinic and then I said the word fever and he's like what a word right now (laughs) yeah but I told him because I I occasionally get a COVID test because of work and every morning I have to do a checklist before I go to work Mm. so I'm like I know it's not COVID like I know my body I know it's not COVID Mm. it's not my throat not my nose nothing your back is Um, hurting so like doesn't yeah. feel like COVID you know again I'm not super dramatic if my back is hurting I take an Advil or go to sleep but it's not going away I can't even stand up so he's like yeah you know you should probably go to the ER and I'm like peeing my pants because ER for me is like no 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 really no, no. but it's just scary it's scary because I'm like right now I'm in the blank I'm in I'm, I don't know anything but if I go there you're gonna tell me why I'm sick and then I'm gonna start googling it and then I'm gonna yeah. try to you know like Am I dying? Were you alone? Yeah. See, everybody wants to move out. I wanted to move out my whole life. I did. And now the second any minor inconvenience happens, I'm like, I'm alone. I'm so. Yeah. I had to like go back because they don't do everything in one day. 
they like do a test yeah. and do home tell you to come back blah 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 so the you end still of, like, don't was... you know now and you you've dealt with it yeah i know now and okay, it's perfect. good and i'm good you know okay. alhamdulillah thank god alhamdulillah um, yeah, that's but crazy it, but it was yeah it was it was freaky for me because i was mm-hmm. like so i'm not dying but like i'm glad they gave me like a word to put with the symptoms you know what i mean mm-hmm. like oh this is what it is this is what you take they labeled you it go. so you can yeah if anything goes wrong you can go home and google it and be like oh okay yeah. this yeah. is fine um yeah. yeah i'm glad you're good i literally saw that and i was like that's the first thing i'm gonna ask about because you just posted <laughs> like oh we love going to the hospital something like that and i was like yeah that must have been so confusing but i know you took we were talking about a year off too and I know you were confused about what you wanted to do before. Well, you didn't take a year off, actually. You did an extra year of high school or you took a year off? Okay. So I wanted to take a year off, but I didn't want to do the program that I initially yeah. got accepted into. So I went to Xavier for one semester um, just so I could redo a course. But then I ended up only taking one course and I had to be like a part-time mm-hmm. student. So basically, by the time second semester came around, I was just doing online courses for school anyway so the whole COVID thing didn't really it still worked out like I don't know I feel like people that take a year off feel like they're behind it did it did no I but it works out for everyone yeah and I'm like I know you we were talking about this before we started recording recording too but you called me once and you asked about like the university that I'm going to and you were considering considering medicine and obviously like that's changed or you're still it's the back of your head whatever it is but during that year off what kind of what did you learn about yourself that got you to end up staying in Canada and doing mm-hmm. psychology and like Ryerson basically um well the whole staying in Canada part I am not a very ballsy person like I mm-hmm. think I can do things but my comfort zone is like GTA like I'm so scared to go anywhere outside of mm-hmm. GTA so I wasn't as sure as I think you need to be to go there. You know what I mean? Like you knew what you wanted to do. You knew Mm -hmm. you had a plan. For me, I was like making a big commitment as traveling across the world. Mm -hmm. You need to be sure and you need a plan. Like it's not just, hey, I'll get a loan. I'll go. I'll figure it out. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Even if I was doing med school here, like would I be prepared for that? So realizing that there's a lot of things you want but they might not all be what's best for you. So yeah. I took that plan. I scratched it because I was like, I, if there's too many ifs and buts. It's good that you still that. considered it because then you know what you don't mm-hmm. want want to do. You know what yeah. I mean? Like then that kind of leads you to yeah. what you wanted to do and you ended up now you're done your whole first year and you like what you did and you're going to continue yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. I want to point out obviously that you're killing it on TikTok. And it's crazy <laughs> to me knowing you personally. And mm-hmm. I do, I'm not saying that literally because of your likes, followers, all that. Um, but I'm saying you're killing it because I like when I see someone do something that's not regular to whatever our small town did and actually like genuinely enjoy what they're doing and not really care that mm-hmm. people from our small town are seeing it. Um, so, yeah, how has that... And commenting on it. Commenting, whether it's to your face or behind your behind your face behind mm-hmm. your back whatever behind your back yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. you get what I mean but how has that being public on social media in general how has that kind of changed you in general I guess even growing up like I wasn't in for too long where mm-hmm. we went to school together um I was there for like two two and a half years and then I yeah. moved out but from all the schools that I've been to, because my family moves down around a lot. Um, but Same. from all the schools I went to, I realized that not just as a town, it's a great town. It's so like, it's safe. It's great. I loved it. I miss it. It's so like small town vibes. Like it's great. Mm. Um, the community is super close. Everybody knows each other. But with that, I felt like, especially with the people that we went to school with, there's a lot of small town, small mindedness in yeah. like, it's 2021. You know what I mean? there's people out there that are doing crazy things and I would see on my phone before the whole TikTok thing started I was like there's so many people actually doing something and making a a difference and an impact um what am I doing you know um and even when I started out in the beginning um most of the support was from people that I never met I was saying on a different I I don't mean to cut you off but I was saying on a different podcast that like episode 
that, or my friend Salia said it, and she said the people that you don't know that aren't your friends are going to support you a hundred times more than people. Like, obviously your best, best friends will support you, Mm -hmm. but I mean, what you said. And like, that's something Mm -hmm. I've been noticing. There's still that support, but it's not the same. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my guests that I've spoken to, I, I bring them on because of one quality or one business or one just thing in general that when I speak to them, I'm like, okay, this would be something cool for people to, or like a personality trait that pe- would be cool to like bring on. And what I've noticed is that a lot of the qualities <clears throat> have started from during the pandemic for some reason. Yeah. Like I'd yeah. say my podcast started because of being in a lockdown and I wanted to do something kind of like you said, mm-hmm. so much as mm-hmm. people are doing so many things, like wh- why can I not do something like that? Um, and so then you good- have the time. Yeah. And you have the time. Exactly. So COVID kind of had that positive side, I guess. And for you, like, from my perspective, TikTok is kind of like that thing that happened for you, sort of in the pandemic, mostly, if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that must yep. be so crazy to adjust to and like come to accept that these random people are seeing you and like supporting you. Are they actually supporting me? I don't know. I feel like that's how I'd feel like what's going on. Yeah. So would you yeah. would you say that you're looking to keep that as like for fun side hustle always in the pandemic it was fun or are you looking to expand that into something like I think it's a great opportunity too but some people don't want to make it like a stream of income where what's your mind on that um I in another interview I did with this girl who actually goes to my school um Mm -hmm. She asked me a similar question. And what I told her was that in the beginning, it, it did start out as, you know, I'm bored. Yeah. It was January mm-hmm. and it was so many months already in the pandemic. I'm like, what am I? I do nothing because I didn't have work. I didn't have school. I just sat at home and did absolutely nothing. There's so many trends. Like I feel like with TikTok, early pandemic was really easy because there, every week there was a new trend. Yeah make a video your version of the trend it goes viral boom like it's just a I want to say effect. I had three videos go mini viral and I was mm-hmm. like what the hell is this like if you did that on any other app it would have never gone no. to that point yeah but I was like no. oh I never like continued because TikTok for me is too short like I need a podcast mm-hmm. or where I can like yeah yeah yeah. really go into depth so TikTok mm-hmm. I feel like it's a different type of intelligence a different to be able vibe to yeah on it mm-hmm. There's an intelligence yeah. to it, but yeah, go on. You have Sorry. to be fast. You have to yeah. adapt to everything. Mm. You can't have a specific, you know, like I've tried a whole bunch of things. I've done advice. I've done makeup. I've done outfits. I've done yeah. hauls. It's You have to adapt to what the trends are. So you can't really, I guess, be in like a safe little space, which yeah. I feel like for YouTube or a podcast, you have a vibe and you have your style mm-hmm. of what you want to do. I mean, say if you're doing fashion videos, unless you do your fashion videos with the trends and the sounds mm-hmm. then you're okay but if you continue to do the same thing it might not That's get so as true. far as a youtube yeah. channel where you'll get millions of subscribers mm-hmm. because people come to you for that specific thing you know yeah I um, agree. but yeah in the beginning it started off as boredom and then um it people started following me and I was like oh my god like there's so many positives so many positives obviously with online there comes with people that like you and people that don't like you mm-hmm. And me, I feel like even since high school, I've always been, I'm going to do me. If you don't like me, you can say it. I don't care. It doesn't affect me. You know, I don't take it to heart because I guess it might just be my ego or my confidence in me where I'm like, listen, I don't see myself as doing something wrong. This is how I make my mark in the world. Thing is, other bothers you for sure see that like other people see it as ego. And that's the whole point of this episode. Like, that's why I brought you on it's because honestly I even in high school we went to the same high school I'm not gonna bullshit you people did think Mm -hmm. you had an ego people think I have an ego I've heard it I'm intimating I'm full of myself blah 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 whatever but I think I mean like in high school compared to now I'm a lot more confident now but I think Mm -hmm. it was just even for you confidence and not caring about other people not in like the in a rude way it's just I'm gonna do what I want to do so if you're there, and it's and you a defense think, mechanism. Yeah. You know? Like people are like, just projecting. if you pick at me, <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly. Cause mm-hmm. in my head, in the beginning, I did, I would take it to heart. Either you can take what yeah. people like nitpick at you. They bully you. I can either become insecure. I can cry about it or I could just act 
like I don't care and I act like I'm better than you and eventually it will develop into like I'm not promoting be full of yourself be egotistical but fake it till you make it type thing yeah I faked it I used it as a response and in reality I might not even think that way I have my insecurities but tiring to do like it's hard like yes you you did that and now it kind of led to the whole fake it you you made it whatever but it's so tiring to put up that front because then in your head, like I've done that before. And then you start to forget what is the front I'm putting up that person, like that yeah. Shahed, that Eliza, whatever. And then the real yeah. person, like I get people might be listening to this and it's like, it's just high school, whatever. Yeah. It mm-hmm. shouldn't matter that much. But when people genuinely, but it like, does. yeah, but it's still experiences that you have with people that are repetitive. And it's with people that don't really get to like have, the decency to come and like get to know you and mm-hmm. like see they don't like, and high okay. school nobody does yeah even now like yes it's high school we're all like kids whatever but a lot of people haven't don't change and they stay like that and that kind of just leads to okay instead of judging you in the hallway it's through an app which is something that's happening to you you know what I mean and I saw that um hmm. actually everybody online gets hate Maybe in the morning I wake up and I see a video of someone made that they they're hating on me. I'm not going to let that affect my day, even though it does. Like I'm normal. I'm human. Obviously, I see it and I'm like, you know, but I'm not for anyone. But it's funny because when you mention like, oh, it's just high school um, people that I had never heard from. I know not everyone liked me in high school, maybe one or two people. Maybe nobody even liked me. Mm. I didn't, you know, like that high school is weird because you're forced to be in a building you're forced to be in a classroom with don't all sorts of different started people on that. it's so weird and I'm not saying you have to like me because you don't you're allowed to not like people people cannot be for you people can unfollow you online not because they don't like you but because you post makeup and they that's not what they like they don't want to see what you're posting saw, it's my account unfollow no problem yeah. yeah and I saw one video this guy made um where he was just making fun of me and I saw that Shit. obviously because people tagged me in it mm-hmm. and I watched it and I thought it was funny, you know, maybe just a defense, you know, maybe just me coping, <laughs> yeah. but I actually thought it was funny. Yeah. So I commented replying back to him and, um, you know, he replied to me and uh, I guess not really friends, but like we do the thing, you know, he posts his videos. I post my videos. We're in the same group. That's how we provide content. So I feel like when another creator nitpicks or says things you know about you online it's whatever I didn't think it was a big deal but what like blew my mind the most was I read the comments Hmm. and um there was this one guy that said oh my god I went to school with her and I honest to god Hmm. never spoke to me never followed me I never followed him but he didn't like me I guess from what you were saying that people thought I had an ego did it affect me no did it bother me that people needed reasons not to like me when I've never had a direct conversation to them yeah, yeah. I guess it, it does like I'm I'm human mm-hmm. but it blows my mind it makes me I guess feel a little bit better knowing it's just them projecting because yeah they want to talk about it so bad that they look for opportunities I was gonna They're say not gonna in go a way mm-hmm. it should it should flatter you because people are taking the time out of their day to talk about like you're doing something that is worth being spoken about you know what I mean so mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess like it's easier said than done. Come, it has to do with confidence. And that's why I asked you mm-hmm. to come on. Um, like despite, like I said, we haven't talked since high school, but I feel like confidence is something that I don't need to know someone has. Um, like, sorry, I mean, what am I trying to say? I don't need to speak to them to know that they have it. And that's yeah. the case with you. It's like in human nature to not only yeah. judge others, but we feel like we're being judged. Like I know yeah. I struggle with that a lot especially with this podcast when I was first trying to put it out because I didn't like just randomly go on my Instagram hi guys I'm making a podcast it took me like a long yeah. time because it's mm-hmm. not like randomly like oh I'm bored let me go make TikTok yeah. videos it's like a different type of thing you need to get into mm-hmm. like it's a podcast for yeah. 45 minutes so yeah. why should I yeah. listen to your voice for that long yeah so I needed yeah. to do that so like we're doing very different things but at the same time I feel like we go through the same things in a way um with creating stuff and posting it um but for you like and the support you get might not be from the people that you thought it would be from the same people that comment on your videos aren't the ones watching them so true yeah that comment on your instagram picture that you feel like or you're this with and 
it's surprising when you hear this you know the snide comments that people make yeah why should you feel like i still see you as the person that they knew from grade 10 whatever that person and that's but that person is so different to what you are now you're still going to be at that point where you're not doing anything with your life except for commenting on things that i'm doing but i'm doing things that are so worth you commenting on you yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. saying me, but yeah. I'm, I'm like speaking on mm-hmm. both of us. Yeah, right I know, what, you know you mean. what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. it, it takes a lot, even to sit here, like to talk to me. I don't have weight. What you can do, I cannot do it. I yeah. like I sit behind. I record a video. It's mm-hmm. my video. I have full control. Sometimes I talk. Sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. I see comments. People comment on it. I can take down the video, and you have to ask people about themselves you know like you don't have any control in the situation and to sit yeah. here patiently whether you care about what I'm saying or not saying you know mm. you have to engage in the conversation because that's the type of, like I can't do what you do and mm. you like you said you weren't able to do what I do but it's you get out of your comfort zone and when I met you in high school I never would have thought that maybe one day you know we're going to be sitting in a podcast we're going to be yeah talking you know, about you on TikTok <laughs> yeah because we're grown-ups you know like yeah, that's it's, so true. it's crazy to think that yes high school the world is like a big high school the internet is like a big high school people fiend mm-hmm. off of drama but if you think about it grade nine that was what four or five years ago like yeah. you can't possibly expect us to be the same people maybe I was that snobby little I wasn't even the same six months ago like who are you to know and me I don't five yeah. years ago and I don't stand behind my behavior like maybe I said things maybe I did things and maybe I had a negative impact on someone but being mature enough to get over that and think we were all children and we were all immature you know get over it like my little brother is starting high school and I literally see him as a child so if you're still you know what I mean like I feel like um I feel like getting out of your comfort zone is a part of having a mature mindset which is something that I struggle with finding from other people and relating to Mm -hmm. because people are still stuck in the same. Yeah. Children. Basically I'm like trying not to come (laughs) like on this podcast and like attack people. Cause I mainly talk about issues that piss me off and I rant, but like people are children. It creates so much. But you're not saying a name and they're going to know who they are because they don't don't even need to say names. People are like, yeah. They'll if pull you're getting out pissed off right now listening to us, you're reasons. probably a child. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> a child. Be like, yeah. oh my God, look at this girl. She's back on Shahad's podcast. She thinks she's like, she thinks yeah. she's someone. She thinks she's Shahad someone. has a podcast. Eliza thinks she's doing TikTok. Who are these girls? Mm, who do they think they yeah. are? Who knows yeah. you? Who knows you? <laughs> but it's, it's all about caring what people think. But I guess I wanted to ask you, like, do you think it's possible or should we stop caring at all what people think, like how people see us? Um, I think there's two sides. A mm-hmm. majority of the reason why I'm still doing what I'm doing. So I remember I was doing a live once. This was last Ramadan, I'm pretty sure. Um, but you know, a girl came on and she was like, like your videos said they've helped me with my confidence or something like that. Oh. And back then I wasn't even doing makeup or you should be confident, you know, like telling people those things, but watching me or watching my live, because I used to go on live at night consecutive piecing your personality together through your tiktoks yeah she noticed yeah and she was like um i i come to watch your videos or every time i see your videos on my freaking page it makes me happy blah 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 Uh that's one follower a single follower you know for me sometimes the biggest thing for me was looking at it as not a number you know i one time i was at square one and sorry i'm like continuing on the story like that was one girl and then I went to square one and she like came up to me and uh, I was with my a couple of other friends but we were just walking around the mall and on it I was wearing a mask so I don't know if it was from my shirt or something but she recognized me and she was like can I get a picture and when she said that I was like girl me in like square me. one are you me? i was like in square one like are you kidding me i know like Bitch, that's COVID a whole other level but like that's a whole other right? level and then, honestly like there's mm. no way you want my face in your phone like hello mm. like who am i but she was so happy and seeing what that did to her i was like there are people that have that don't like me because they don't they don't like the words that come out of mind they don't like my voice they don't like my energy i've gotten mm. that a lot i don't like her energy okay but then there's those people that genuinely are happy because they see you they speak to you 
they relate on a single video. Mm-hmm. So looking at caring, but at what's, you know, most important, caring at what you should be caring about. What matters and who, you know? like, who matters. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Because at the end of the day, like, we all care. But it's, like you said, not and not letting mm-hmm. it consume us and change who we are for the sake of those people that are maybe negative. Yeah. I don't know if you know who Matthew, uh, Matthew Hussey is, but he's, um, like, this public speaker tiktok everywhere youtube he's everywhere i feel like i need to see a face i'm yeah. so bad with names he's, but um, i probably know who you're talking about. um he said Is something he that TikTok? yeah i think he's on tiktok okay. he but he talks about confidence mm-hmm. a lot and he said that if you preach so much that you don't care about what people think you're either lying or you're like something's wrong psychologically like you're a sociopath basically um because yeah. he says through evolution humans are like wired to care and we want to belong to something. We want people to care about us and vice versa. So even the people who try to come off as, yeah, I don't care what anybody thinks That's are lying true. to themselves. You know what I mean? Because not caring what anybody thinks is another form of showing that we care, if that makes yeah. sense. And when he said yeah. that, yeah, it's like they're saying, I care that you think that I don't care what you think. But yeah. it's hard now with like social media because we... Like, even for you, it's like you said, like that girl came up to you. You don't have any sort of training or mm-hmm. idea how to maneuver that. You could easily have done something no. like that came off really rude or, you yeah. know what I mean? You don't know what to do. But do you think any part of your whole TikTok social media thing or even things in like your, I don't want to keep talking about TikTok, TikTok, but it's just something that's mm-hmm. really relevant in your life in yeah. general. Yeah. Do you think success is based on what people that watch you on tiktok or people that you don't know if they give you validation then you feel successful i feel like it goes in like i'm not gonna act like it doesn't matter because it does Mm -hmm. positive feedback is a fat part of anything online whether you're an ig model youtuber tiktok or whatever getting people to like you and people liking you is a big deal because that's that's your yeah. that's your entire thing that's your entire I'm asking because I'm struggling with it right now there's that aspect where like I am trying to get people you're promoting your shit people need to like you yeah like, if, if someone hates on me right I'll see it it bothers me I won't comment on it for me I can still care I can cry about it no mm-hmm. one's seeing that right I'm doing that on my own time People perceive that as you don't care. Okay. If someone says, I really like your videos, I really, I really that. And like engaging in conversation with them, replying to them shows that I care, you know? So it's hard to like control. Like I have Twitter fingers. I sometimes I have to like literally be like, no, 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 no. Turn my phone off. I get heated easily. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I get what you mean. But not letting it actually affect you. It takes a lot of self-control. It does. But Mm -hmm. liking people is a big aspect. Like you can't, I can go online and I can show my entire personality. You know, if if someone says something, I can sit there and cuss them out. In person, random person came up to me, you know, threw something at me. I would lose my shit. Like I would lose my shit. Not saying that I would, you know, beat up people in the middle of the street, but it gets you heated. It gets you mad. You say things you don't mean in the heat of the moment because you're human. Do that online. And you're done. You know, that's the, mm. that's all it takes. You have to you set your own boundaries. Not likable person. Yeah. Yeah. Show the good things about you that people will, you know, relate to. I'm not saying be completely fake, be this angel online and a bitch in person. I can be fake. Mm-hmm. You can be fake and you can be very likable. But if you want me to be real, this is real. Yeah. Why should you depend you know? on people's validation, right? Like people make mistakes, but they could also make mistakes yeah. with how they judge you and people can be wrong. And I think it's hard yeah. to have yeah. that mindset, especially we kind of mentioned like the regular person that isn't, I don't know, rich, famous, um, a celebrity out in a big city, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. Like we lived in small towns. At the end of the day, like we said, that small town mentality like haunts us. Yeah, you know who cares? I mean? you're in a different country, you know, but it Literally. haunts you. It just stays in the back of your head. Because yeah. you're like, oh, it matters, it matters, it matters. Because mm-hmm. you've convinced yourself it matters because it did. You know, at a certain point in life, high school was everything. That mm-hmm. you went there every day. The people there, you know, all it was a very big deal. But now it's not. Yeah. The basis of caring about what people think about us, I feel like it comes on like what we base our confidence on. Because obviously there's different types of confidence. And um, going back to Matthew Hussey, he says we base our confidence based on three different rules. And we can never get ourselves to improve our life, aka, for example, 
getting out of that small town mentality, getting more confident. It's three things. So number one is never being rejected. Um, so instead of thinking, oh my God, I never want to be rejected. You, we need to think rejection means I'm avoiding a person or a thing that doesn't want me. So that's a gain. And the second thing is we fear never being wrong, but the way we should see that, or instead we need to think I'm learning from like the wrong that I'm I'm about to do or the wrong thing that has happened. And it's going to help me grow that confidence that we're kind of trying to get people to understand how to get Mm -hmm. to. Right. And the last thing is never looking stupid. So those three things he says that people are afraid of being rejected, being wrong and being stupid. So it confines them and their confidence to be static, to never grow. So stop sticking to what's comfortable. And that's what's going to allow you to get that confidence. To- and I feel like when you, when you were talking about how um, you're struggling with figuring out what to put out there and, you know, like to get mm-hmm. people like you, I'm sorry, that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right. Yeah. Um, I feel like since the beginning, like you've been a very likable person, like even in high school, maybe the people that had those ideas about me didn't have those ideas about you. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not sure if that's who you were or like your defense mechanism, how you put up, if you put up an act Mm -hmm. to be that way, or if that's just who you were, people just liked you for a specific reason. For you, I feel like hearing it from somebody who wasn't, you know, you were in your circle, Mm -hmm. you handled it very well you know, doing whatever it is that people even said things to you, whatever. I don't see it. I've gone so many times like, oh, you come off. I come off as a bitch. I come off as cold hearted a bit, intimidating, all that stuff. So when people keep saying that to you over and over again, I start to like kind of like, oh shit, am I like this? That's what I was trying to say. I don't think people were talking Mm -hmm. about me. Like I'm sure they were. No, I really liked me in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's what I was trying to like relate to you. But I feel like for you, it was different. But it was in, like it is very similar because when you think about it, like how old are you when you're in high school, like 16 to 18? Mm. At that time, you're still trying to figure out who you are as a person, you know, and it's it's really hard to do that when you're not on your own. Yeah. You know, like the pandemic was really great for me because I sat in a corner and I thought about it. I was like, what am I doing? What am I saying? How am I acting yeah. when you're in school? And mm-hmm. even if I do gossip or all of that. I think twice about it because I took the time to think about me and the type of person that I want to become and like you doing this podcast and incorporating like a positive like you could sit here and talk about yourself all day all you want to yeah. be like yeah I'm so oh, I love it I give people advice the after this you know like, I'll just, sit here I'll talk yeah, about myself right? I'm telling you I'm <laughs> yeah. talking about myself looking at yourself in the podcast talking about yourself yeah. but you could do that you could mm-hmm. you know and people would people would listen because you have a lot of valuable things that you bring to the table. People would listen to you and it could feed your ego. It could make you feel super confident, but you don't do that, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like the the grown up in you that sits here. Let's talk about real things that actually will benefit others from listening, you know? Yeah. Thank you for saying that. I'm glad that you see it like that. That's what I'm trying to I do genuinely do. Like I'm trying to like shift away from, I don't know. I'm very affected by the things I surround myself with. I've realized that throughout the pandemic. So if I'm surrounded by, I feel like everyone is like that, but for me, it's worse. So social media for me is like, I have to take breaks because if I keep seeing negative things on there without even realizing all of a sudden I'm in a bad mood. Um, So on social media specifically or different things that I saw people I followed in like my, when I, now I, my, my account is public and I've changed who I follow, unfollow a lot of people, but back beginning of pandemic and I feel like everybody I spoke to was going through the same shit everybody had like confidence like just dropped their social life dropped everyone's like trying to hide their own experience yeah and then just go on social media and post some stupid shit talk shit about some people all that stuff so that's why I like I kind of wanted to start it because I feel like the fear of we have of people speaking about us or how people see us especially like behind our back is so huge especially with the pandemic because we got so private like you said like you sat in a corner and you just did that but now coming out of the pandemic I had a fear of that because I was like I don't want people to be in my business at all I was good in the pandemic but where did you ever go through a time where you were afraid of what people talked about you and how did you deal with that to kind of shift it to the energy you had now basically even I feel like I'm not saying the pandemic it's not a good thing 
mm-hmm. you know, not a good thing. It's horrible. People are, you know, people are dying. Like the yeah, of reality course. of the fact is that we should be so grateful that we're still alive right now through it. And we get to have issues that are more personal and like people are losing family members, you know, it's mm-hmm. so to look at it as something positive is like, that's not what I'm trying to do, but in a way it did do good things for, for me sure. in, in regards to your question, because I feel like early pandemic when I was getting, you know, a couple of viral videos and million views, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. If you threw me out into the world, then <laughs> like yeah. it would have been horrible. I don't know what I would have been, what I would have said, what I would have done, how I would have acted, how, again, if I had an ego, how that would have, you know, how I would have projected that. But going through it all these months, I was so scared of going to uni first year. Mm -hmm. And my biggest fear was someone's going to recognize me. They're not going to like me. And now all of a sudden, I'm going to be casted on the corner. Oh, it's that TikTok girl, you know? Yeah. Or if someone in a group mentions, aren't you like the girl from Nana? And then you have to, like, what do you do? (laughs) (laughs) I remember a coworker like mentioned it. And I was like, no, please, please. please." I saw you my for me page. Oh, like, put it away put it away put it away I can't like stop talking about it because it's, it's embarrassing to me yeah but um I feel like over time I grew to appreciate all of I'm not gonna say fans followers I wouldn't be here if they didn't watch my shit or act like the stuff I say matters the more time went on the more I started to realize that if they do recognize me in public some of those people I like I have a positive effect on because they follow me they like me so Staying away from people that recognize you is not what you want to do. That yeah. It's not all bad. People are not always going to have negative things to say. You know what I mean? We hold ourselves back in fear of kind of looking stupid or looking a certain way. I think that a huge part of it is reputation. And that's something we kind of touched upon. And it's like everybody, yes, we don't care what people think, but we still care about our reputation. We don't want people to just go around saying what they want to say, put words in our mouth. And I feel like for me, like I'm Middle Eastern or foreign parents, I feel like in that community, reputation is such a huge thing. Yeah, it does. So what are your like, what are your thoughts on that? Like doing social media or how has that affected it? Um, Personally, I've, Hmm. I'm brown, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, And for centuries, we're supposed to be a specific way, especially women, women in a lot in almost every it's always woman every single culture problem, it's always women let's right? make it worse for us yeah the only thing that you have mm-hmm. to represent is respect reputation shut up you know you're not allowed to be a person and I love my culture you love your culture we all love yeah. the positive things about it but we're here now you know our parents immigrated to a country where you're allowed to speak you're allowed to do things yes people will still judge you people judge and everything i'm not saying like you know brown people are bad for judging but everybody judges but yeah. i guess there's an extreme when you're surrounded i get yeah, what there's mean. an extreme yeah, yeah yeah it's just understanding that not everybody has the same culture faith journey as you some people are super like i won't even make this about religion i'll just say about culture some people are super they like it they like the way the culture is they like this but there's some of us that don't agree with the whole men are allowed to live their life and have an impact and women you can do some things just not everything if you have social media you can talk about makeup but you can't talk about and you can still love your culture like I do and you do but still disagree with things worry about your parents worry about your reputation why are you worrying about mine I'm already worrying worrying about it like I'm not like I'm sure Mm -hmm. when you post things on your social media you're aware of how will this come off to certain people you're already thinking of that you don't need to come in my comments or maybe forget social media or educate you yeah you can't just live your life telling people what to do or live your life allowing people to tell you what to do yeah and it's not the whole culture as a whole there are some people like a lot of my friends too they belong to the same culture they belong to the same Mm -hmm. faith and they weren't they were raised different everybody's raised the same a lot of people and I've seen a lot of parents piggyback on the whole culture religion thing and demand things of their kids but when you think about it that's not even what religion is that's not even what culture is they just Mm -hmm. use it as a form of control 
going back to what we were talking about previously, I, I made a video once talking about why people hate on you, but more specifically, why people from your town, why people from your own culture, why people of the same gender hate on you more than those of the opposite. It's because they see themselves in you at one point, mm-hmm. you are at the same place they were in life. But when you break the stereotype, when you go out of your way, become something, become successful, do something yeah. you know, that has an impact, they don't like it. And they project yeah, when you stop you being more, it's relatable for they being could have done what you did, but they can't. It's jealousy, basically what we're trying to say. They see something that they can't relate to anymore. And they might it. not know why, why they keep checking your page, why they keep doing this. You know, a lot of people, mm-hmm. they say, oh, I have an opinion. I just want to educate you. I think this we episode we, would be like, we great for those people. They obviously have something that is wrong with their confidence. Maybe it's, it's not coming off as ego, but it is coming off as there's an insecurity that you need to reflect on and work on that is causing you to literally sit there and project it unintentionally or intentionally. And I watched a video by this YouTuber named, um, I don't know if I'm saying his name wrong, but it's Anas Ali. And he's like this doctor in the UK. And it kind of got me thinking because he said like, are we the ones that get to say or judge or is it the person that gets to say, I'm confident? So do I look at you and say, yeah, she's really confident. Or do you only get to say that about yourself? You know what I mean? And somebody that is, I don't want to say introverted because I am introverted, but at the same time, I do consider myself confident, but maybe someone that is quiet. Um, it could be that they are confident, but in a quiet way. They don't need to be the center of attention. Yeah. Yeah. They don't need to be outspoken. Um, they are working on their confidence just in a different way. But sometimes confident is about is about being confident is about sitting back, letting it happen and being mature enough to just accept that there is people that don't like what you're doing. And yeah, that's basically yeah. Oh, it. I agree 100% <laughs> because I feel like a lot of people let's say the quiet kid in class she could be the most confident girl in the world and not want to speak to you you know just because someone isn't out there forcing you to like them or getting in your face doesn't mean they're not confident you know I show my confidence in a different way as in I don't address a lot of things and maybe it's a good quality maybe it's a bad quality if someone says something about me I turn the other way and I don't address it maybe that's why it comes off as me not humbling myself me not this me not that Mm -hmm. but it's I see it it affects me but I know myself if I get into that yeah it's gonna be a spiral I'm gonna fall into I think we have similar you know a whole personality types in that way like our personalities I feel like are Aries big (laughs) yeah we are Aries and it's ego (laughs) is like a battle for us in a way because we we have this maybe not in every aspect but in maybe like mental confidence we are very confident mentally but it's easy for us for us to come off as cocky but yeah have you ever been told that you have an ego and you felt like you had to shift how you come off because I've definitely done that all the time all the time all the time because I feel like in a lot of my videos I want I feel like in me telling them like oh you're a bad bitch you're this you're that people think that that's how I think like I go about my day thinking I'm better than everybody else everybody Mm -hmm. doesn't matter but having the whole we live on a floating rock you could walk on the street and die and that would be it or the way you're even born and you're breathing right now is a miracle because you were a cell once Mm -hmm. you know like things like that looking at the bigger picture I feel like that's where my most of my confidence comes from because I'm like why does it matter why does it matter genuinely unless I'm harming someone you know like unless I'm physically doing someone harm if I'm harming harming you, sorry, based on your perception of me, that's not my problem. I, there's too many issues. That's a you problem for me to deal with. Yeah. yeah, that's if I say something, I say a sentence. You can take whatever meaning you want out of it. People will get my meaning, and people will get me. That's why they follow me because they understand me, and I understand them. They know your intentions. I understand how to communicate with them. They know my intentions. If you want to sit here and take something out of it. I'm wasting my breath explaining it to you because I'll say something else and you'll take another meaning out of that. I guess more of my confidence just comes from not caring and maybe it might be a defense mechanism and I, I can say I don't care. I think Obviously, that's just I being humble. It bothers me sometimes. Like that's yeah, something I'm like, for 2021 that I think everybody needs to work on. Like that's something I'm working on. I think confidence 
equals being humble. You don't see yourself as greater than or less than anybody else, but you know, mm-hmm. like you said, like you're a bad bitch or whatever it is that you need to yeah. tell yourself to feel confident. Um, and you get your confidence from what you're an expert on, like what you, your definition of confidence is, and you're humble enough to look stupid. Like those three things that I said, like we have a fear of being rejected, being wrong and looking stupid. And if you're humble enough to allow those things to happen and not let them like control your life, then that's what confidence really is. So just work on, I guess, getting yourself out of that comfort zone and getting into that mindset where it's like anything can happen tomorrow. I could die. So like you said, why does it matter? We need to go through insecurities to get to confidence. Like you can't just be confident. You have to go through a shitty time. So that brings me to the last thing I want to speak about. And that is insecurities because I don't want it to make it seem like we are confident. There's nothing going on that makes us insecure. There's different types of confidence. You know what I mean? Where do you think like there's something or a weakness or insecurity that you need to kind of work on when it comes to confidence? And where do you think you need to come out of your comfort zone? I guess the biggest thing for me is almost always body image. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I've done a lot of things to like in my mental health to make sure that I understand that I'm a good person. We all fall into the trap of looking in the mirror and wanting something there that isn't there. And that shouldn't be, that doesn't need to be there, but we want it. And that's the biggest thing that I struggle with because I feel like, especially for women, beauty standards are always, you know, if you go back to the time where America's Next Top Model was, you know, the biggest show, everybody wanted to be like this, like low rise Mm -hmm. jeans, skinny, no bum, no nothing, you know? Yeah. And you were what everyone wanted to be. And then going back a little bit earlier than that, the whole, you know, Marilyn Monroe, like having big boobs was yeah that was it and they I feel like they could look like that when they're posed when you know yeah they haven't eaten yet you know what I mean but our body throughout the day changes you have, yeah and yeah. you have body parts that need somewhere to go yeah. and the biggest thing for me I feel like is even when I talk about myself like me I have a fast metabolism everybody in my family is just overall skinny you know mm-hmm. that's where I fit in so maybe I wasn't insecure when I was younger because Everybody told me being skinny is good. Everyone wants to be thin. You're a woman. You should be thin, 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 thin. Mm. Now everyone wants to be thick. It's the opposite for and me. And for everyone <laughs> listening that for everyone listening that has a fast metabolism knows I can eat literal garbage and my ass is not going anywhere. It's it's just not <laughs> gonna happen. No it's matter genetics. how much I try to fight it, it's just it's just not gonna happen. Yeah. And I can't complain because sometimes I remember this once I was complaining. And people were like, oh, boo-hoo, like you're skinny. Oh, boo-hoo, like your life is so so miserable. Mm-hmm. But it's like understanding that we're all like that. You might say, oh, I hate being sick. And I'm like, no, no, like, on my bedside. like, please, 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 please. I went please. through a time where I, I wanted want. to be skinny. We shouldn't confine ourselves to what is trendy. There's so many things that go into that. It's just saying you don't want to be your own body type. Everybody wants to be something they're yeah. not. And it's because of the whole capitalist society that we live in that everybody mm-hmm. tells us this is what you should do, this is what you should be. You we know. just always are never satisfied with what we have that is with body image. It's literally with every aspect of life. But at the end of the day, it's like, you're not going to have that. That's her body. This is your body. Be satisfied with your body. And it is a journey. It helps that you are confident in other aspects as you can help apply it. But it's a whole other journey, especially with like, it's such a sensitive topic. Um, but yeah, thank yeah. you for sharing it. Like that sometimes mm-hmm. can be like, hard to speak about you as Especially. well we both we both yeah yeah we opened up yeah the last thing i'm gonna leave you guys with this is an idea from um anas ali's video and he said it's like the ten thousand hour expert theory that he discovered and he says it takes ten thousand hours to be an expert at something and if you spend basically a large amount of time for example practicing public speaking prioritizing it you're gonna gain that confidence So insecurities, of course, it has deeper mental barriers, but we need to realize that accepting that we need to work on something is going to help us get to that confidence. So Eliza, you already said you think you need to come out of your comfort zone with body image and accept yourself more and get your confidence there. And I think this is where the 10,000 hour 
applies in your own way. Maybe it is just waking up in the morning, tell yourself different things. And it's not about actually spending 10,000 hours. The whole point of this theory is just gives us this idea that we need to process that there's something wrong and take a lot of time to change it because an insecurity as deep as like something that is body image is not going to change in 24 hours. You're not going to wake up and think that I accept my body and I love myself. Just remember that there's this thing called the spotlight effect. We all feel like there's this huge spotlight on us and we think the whole world revolves around us and everybody's always judging us or thinking about us. But just remember guys, nobody really cares. And as Eliza said, like you could literally die tomorrow. So everybody's walking around with their own spotlight and already has things that they're worrying about. So just focus on you. But yeah, before I let you go, um, I considering everything we've talked about, what piece of advice, anything for somebody that is struggling with their confidence and how can they help themselves maybe on a day-to-day basis? I think, and I'm just going to, you know, base it off of what helped me the most because even growing up, I was so invested in like worrying about what I look like. The biggest thing that did it for me was under like, I guess the whole realization that it doesn't matter as much as you think. Think about how many people are on the earth. How many people, how many of those people you're actually going to see? It's in your head because you're your biggest critic. You look at yourself and you nitpick all those tiny little things that I could ask a random person. They'll be like, yeah, I didn't even notice it until you said it. I was looking at myself finding flaws that don't even exist or that in a couple of years people will think is a trend like under eyes or having pink cheeks oh my God, or having big hell, lips the under eyes like I know yeah I know it's how but we talk to ourselves I think that is like the biggest thing and it's like Get the small the things bubble. the bubble yeah the comfort zone we talked about that a lot and I feel like it's so important um especially in a yeah. pandemic you get into a super comfortable comfort zone Um, And like, just do small things that you implement into your daily life and things that you say to yourself. Just like when you unfollowed Mm -hmm. a bunch of people online and now you got rid of that toxicity because you accepted that there was, it it did exist and they can take it personally if they want to. They're replaceable anyways. I followed other people that were better. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like humble, humble yourself. You follow people that are better and they can see it as, oh, she doesn't like me. She thinks she's better than me or just, you know do better why should shahad be following you You know like they don't do anything for you they don't bring substance you need to surround yourself with people that are successful people that want the same things think the same way and i unfollowed a lot of people from high school and there's a reason why we still talk you know Mm -hmm. like there's a reason there's a reason you're not like them No, but seriously, I get what you mean. I'm like, oh, I got the shot seal of approval, guys. I got the shot seal of approval. <laughs> That's all you need in life is my approval. And then you're good. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I'm honestly, you, thank you so I'm much. Have a great day. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Eliza, so much for coming on. And I feel like everything we talked about is very relevant. Um, and I hope people take something from it and don't twist anything we say. And even if they do, it is it is so let's roll the outro you've just listened to the quarter life crisis podcast with your hostess Shahad Mamalchi and guest Eliza Sean don't forget you can always watch the video version on YouTube unless you already are subscribe to the podcast leave a good review follow Eliza follow me all that good stuff all the links are wherever you watch QLC thank you Eliza for joining me on episode 9 and thanks guys for listening I hope you enjoyed QLC with me woo Thank you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, yo, free of mind.